Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Welcome to Laugh, episode 183. It's time for a wee laugh for the September 30th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table, as always, is host Richard Lusk. Oh, I'm a host now. Yeah. yeah. I've been promoted. All right. Yeah. How uh, are you? I'm doing well. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, back in the flow of school. September is almost over, so we start to get into award-winning films. We were in kind of a doldrums for a little bit couple weeks ago but now it's like constant hits are coming out every week so you're getting excited about this week's batch of films my wife and i have been looking forward to this weekend for quite a few months yeah we are incredibly interested in mrs peregrine's home for peculiar children so i guess we should start there this comes to us from director tim burton who's made such wonderful films like beetlejuice Mm -hmm. sleepy hollow yeah, he's an auteur. Yeah, Batman. Batman. Yeah, the original Batman. Well, not the original Batman, but yeah. Batman 1980. Love Tim Burton. Uh, this time he's adapting a novel that was written by Ransom Rids. Uh, this screenplay is from Jane Goodman. And it's about a youngster named Jacob who discovers that um, he's peculiar. But he, the trailer doesn't say why or what he's got. No, we get to find that out. And he goes and lives with Miss Peregrine and all her peculiar children. Uh, the lead actor it's is played an by... an extra W in there, man. Peculiar? No, Peregrine. Peregrine? Is, is Peregrine? it Peregrine? Peregrines? Oh. <laughs> uh, the lead actor is Asa Butterfield and Eva Green is playing Miss Peregrine. Apparently Samuel L. Jackson's the villain, though you only see him briefly in the trailer. So right. We're not Where's too Johnny sure. Depp? No Johnny Depp. Where's Helen the Bottom Carter? Uh, Eva Green's taking her part, uh, which is just fine with me because, the, as you know, Eva Green is one of my favorite that's actresses. That's your celebrity crush. Probably, yeah, yeah. The poor man's Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Arguably the best Bond girl ever huh. when she was in Casino Royale. Yeah, Halle Berry. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, uh, this movie's rated PG-13, oh, well. has a runtime of a little over two hours. Are you excited about this film? I'm excited about this. Are no. you going to come with my wife and I? No, you're taking your wife to go see the movie that stars your celebrity crush. Yeah, don't tell her. <laughs> don't tell her that she's going to the movie with your celebrity crush or not? Well, what, she doesn't listen to the show? No. no she doesn't know Eva Green's your celebrity crush? She has no idea who Eva Green is. Oh, really? <laughs> she could probably name five actresses. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and if they weren't on Friends. No. Huh. I don't think, or no, I know she's seen a movie with Eva Green. Five actresses, not on Friends. Yeah. She, now, why is she so interested in it? Uh, she likes this genre. She read the book? I don't think she's read the book, but really? she teaches middle school. Apparently, a lot of her students are excited for this film. So she's okay. excited. Because none, none of the kids in high school have talked about it at all. You're the only kid in high school that I know <laughs> of that's talking about it. Oh, yeah. I can't uh, wait. 
I, when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, I'm in. I told Megan, you gotta go watch the trailer because I, I think I'm digging this. You you shamed me into into watching the trailers. I don't normally watch movie trailers, but you said, oh, we do a movie podcast show, and you, and you can't watch trailers for movies. So I watched it with my uh, with my film class, my literature and film class. What'd you think? Well, I said, listen, guys, I'm gonna watch this trailer because I've been you know trailer shamed by my co-host of the Laugh Podcast. Um, if anyone want not wants not to be spoiled, I'll understand that you can leave the room. And they were like, well, what's the movie? I said, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. And they all went back to looking down at their phones. <laughs> not one kid was interested in the movie. Even after, like, they didn't watch just a little bit? and No, they They didn't they get pulled in by the melody? The the, they watched me watching the trailer. But I gotta admit, the trailer looks pretty good. Thank you. We have crossed. Like I made it. We have crossed, I mentioned this a couple of shows ago, probably with Sully, I think. We've crossed the Uncanny Valley. And a lot of stuff that used to bump me about uh, CG films doesn't bother me anymore. So they they're, they become much more sophisticated in their presentation of CG. And that's I think that's odd with trailers, because trailers, sometimes you, you don't even get the fully formed, um, the fully image-generated... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. scene or, or 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 visuals that you would get in the film. And, now, I'm not uh, sure so which surprised. trailer you watch. The first there, one. Oh, the first one? Yeah, number Then one. you really had none of the film ruined for you, I would Not assume. really. I, I saw, I the second one started playing and I saw some of the imagery. They repeated a lot in the second one, but I didn't hear anything. And it, it doesn't make any difference. I'm not really into like Harry Potter fantasy okay. type middle school. I mean, because they, they talk stuff, more so. about the elements where I feel like the first trailer... It just gives you a sense of this world and yeah. the fantasy, the whimsy of it all. Yeah. So I would think that I would play that. well with you. Well, this you know is what? your type of trailer. It, it's it's more my type of trailer because it's more like teasery and it's less stylized than a lot of Sam Burton films. Or Tim Burton. Sam Burton is his evil twin brother. Uh, Tim Burton's films have a have a a feel a, a visual style that doesn't seem to be present in this movie this movie seems to be less manic maybe if that's even safe to say about a school of invisible children and you know people that can float in the air and stuff like that mm-hmm. so the thing is there's a okay so there's an evil force that's going to attack this home for children there are going to be some children that die hopefully there have to be children <laughs> okay I hope That's so. why you're excited. Oh, if they it. kill a child in the first five minutes, I'm going to be so excited. I think it'll be the first five minutes. Yeah, we can always hope. All, All right, right, so we're reviewing this on episode 185. No, we're not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm not going to waste my or spend my money on that kind of movie. All right, uh, we'll figure out something yeah, else. We have though. to figure out something Gosh, else. I had you. All right, um, also coming out is uh, Masterminds. This comes to us from the comedic genius Jared Hess. He's directing this film. He's best known for 10 years ago directing Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, And uh, Gentleman Broncos. And Nacho Libra, the best movie about wrestling ever made. So uh, is this the movie you're looking forward to? This is the movie that I would go see. With stars Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Owen Wilson, Leslie Jones, Zach Galifianakis. This is the movie that I stopped watching the trailer for because I got a laugh out of it. Really? And I like Zach Galifianakis. I liked him in uh, Baskets, which was on uh, FX last uh, last year, I think. And I was, I'm was i rewatching it again because it's popping up on my 
um, the thing that records DVR. So, yeah, he's funny in that, but he's really subdued. And here he's more manic and over over the top. I like Owen Wilson in movies. And Jason Sudeikis, in the, in the trailer that I saw, he comes across as being kind of funny. So this movie is less like, looks less like Napoleon Dynamite and Gentleman Broncos and Nacho Libra. It seems to be, he's, be, I, he didn't write this. This is written by Chris Bowman and uh, Hubble Palmer, who they're known for writing middle school, the worst years of my life. Which comes out here in another week. Okay, so I haven't I haven't seen that movie. Though. You know who's in that? Eva Green, Nick Kroll. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. There you go. And also Emily Spivey. So because it's not his necessarily his vision, he's more acting as a director. There might be some uh, might be some some differences that make it for a, a more mainstream movie that. I like your positivity. Even though this movie's been on the shelf for over a year, the uh, distributor went out of business. They were the same ones who were going to distribute Jane Got a Gun. Mm -hmm. And it took a long time for this film to find someone else who wanted to release it. Okay. And if Jane Got a Gun could get released almost a year sooner, there's something weird going on. Eh, It's all about timing. I don't think there's any ratings on IMDb, but, I mean, comedies are hit or miss. You True. famously watched a well not famously but you just watched a movie that made a lot of money it was a comedy and you didn't seem to like it very much so talking about neighbors too yeah yeah it wasn't great uh this has all of the pieces and i love nacho libra and i still can quote i love that movie i i I quote that movie it (laughs) drives <laughs> Between that three amigos, I mean, you just lose They're all awesome credibility. Movies. No, losing credibility—that's an awesome movie. It's hilarious. There's, there's, uh, there's pathos and and there's humor in Nacho Libra. All right, if you say so. All right, so do we split the difference and go with the third choice coming out this weekend? Deep uh, Water Horizon: The True Story of the Worst Oil Spill in United States History. Stars Mark Wahlberg and Kurt Russell. It's from director Peter Berg, who's given us movies like Hancock and Lone Survivor. Peter Berg. Uh, he's also coming out in January with uh, Patriot's Day, which is all about the Boston bombing. And he's into those uh, destruction and uh, horrific events. Yeah, it seems to be kind of going the Clint Eastwood route with, you know, true American heroes. Huh. But a little bit more traumatic. Oh, the events. Boston bomber thing. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. I think that also has Mark Wahlberg in it. Huh. So it's got John Goodman. I know that. So I guess I do know something about it. Yeah, it's got the lead girl from uh, Supergirl. So I'm excited about Patriot uh, Day. Are you excited about uh, Deepwater Horizon? No. Why not? I just something about that whole story. Just I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me. Uh, at Press time, it's got 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure it's a well-made movie. What don't um, you like about the story, and who cares? It's just a, who cares about the story? It's the BP oil spill from 2010, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, I know this is supposed to be a movie about a lot of heroism, but my understanding is people just kind of got off that <laughs> oil rig jumped. as quickly as they could. <laughs> they jumped into some boats. I mean, and not to blame them, if the whole thing's going up in fire, I would... Get off of it, too. Uh, I know something like 17 people lost their lives, so I don't want to make 11. light of it. Okay. 11. Um, 
I think so. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, people did lose their lives, and I'm sure one of the stars of this film will be part of that 11, and, you know, they'll do something really heroic to save the day. I'm not sure how much that's an accurate depiction of what happened. Yeah, I don't know much about the actual disaster, because I was trying to figure out how they ever stopped that thing. So a lot of my research preparing for this movie was trying to figure out how they stopped the, how they staunched the flow of that. Because at one point, I remember, you know, deep into May, they were talking about just letting it run out. Yeah, they weren't just, sure. They weren't even going to be able to stop it. It was just going to roll and roll and roll. Detonating a nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah, there were all, all kinds sorts of, of stuff. Trip. Yeah, there were all kinds of things. But I don't think the film deals with that. I think it just no, deals it with doesn't. the first, you know, 48 hours or so. But that's what I'm this. interested in. <laughs> How did they stop this thing? Oh, I mean, the engineering is fascinating, but uh, I mean, it's 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 got Kurt Will, uh, Russell in it. Yeah, it's, he looked. Uh, we've liked him in the last few things that he's been in. Yeah, John Malkovich. Yeah. He also does some bad. I, I I don't know. I my guess is this movie. This is the first movie that Kate Hudson's done with Kurt Russell. Oh, with her father okay. or yeah, her stepdad. Her real father is uh, Bill Hudson. Oh, maybe that's why her. she has Hudson. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what you think? Like, not, she not thought Kate it was Russell. a strong name. <laughs> like, I don't like this Russell name. But Hudson, that's a strong name. I think I'll pick that one instead. And she went to her name book yeah. or something somewhere. Uh, uh, do you think this wins the box office? Yes, by far. Really? Yep. I'm hoping for Miss Peregrine. I think that that'll be. <laughs> you sounded so defeated and disappointed. Oh. I'm not very good with box office uh, predictions. predictions, by the way. So clearly, Masterminds will be last. Yeah, I don't think that. It's a race though that. between Deepwater Horizon and Mrs. Peregrine's, as you say. Uh, Magnificent Seven could that hold on to the box office crown? Mm, well, we're talking about if Magnificent Seven holds on, then it's only making maybe eighteen, nineteen million. Uh, so then these would have to do less than that, and I think. Deepwater Horizon is going to be above that. People love disaster movies, man. Yeah, but I mean, this seems to be targeting an older crowd, and are they just a little movied out after seeing Magnificent Seven and I don't Sully in the last, recent weeks? What, well, Sully wasn't really a disaster movie. Yeah, but I mean, I think it targeted the same demographic Maybe. as this is. I Maybe. don't see our teenage students going out to go watch this. Yeah, I don't see them. If they go out, our teenage students will go out and see... Uh, Magnificent Seven. I mean, at least the kids in my film class. There are kids that are interested in seeing that, uh, taking their dates or whatever. No one's gonna. I don't think anyone's gonna go see this on a date. But I also ex- don't think anyone's gonna go see Mrs. Peregrine's on a date. I know two people who are going <laughs> on a date. They're going to well, like the twelve thirty showing because that's the time you go out on a hot date. Are you gonna go out like? You should go to the nine o'clock one and watch it in Dolby. Oh, I wonder which will be in the Dolby theater. I don't know. Oh, maybe I will take her down. We won't watch it up here. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll hit the early bird special at the IHOP. Because <laughs> that's yeah. the way we roll in our early 30s. Um, On the way home, are you going to stop at the Red Box and pick up something? We could. Uh, I could show my wife The Shallows, which comes out this week. Uh, the movie stars Blake Lively as a surfer who uh, gets trapped in the shallows with a shark. For some reason, I thought that was Kate Hudson. <laughs> Blake Lively. Yeah, uh, we reviewed this film back at the beginning of summer on episode uh, 158, I believe. Uh, we both enjoyed it. it it's a good popcorn film. If you like sharks, 
it holds up well. It's much better than any like Sharknado film. Good shark attack movie. Yeah, uh, nice cinematography. Blake Lively's a talented actress. Uh, it's it'd probably be up for a Laffy Award for best uh, animal performance. <laughs> yeah. Not by the shark though. Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, he does a pretty good job in the movie. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed the film. I thought they do a lot of inventive stuff with uh, telephone conversations and the way they depict that on the screen. Mm. I can see a lot of other future films ripping off that uh, visualization. Yeah. So it's, it's probably the best use of that. And it's quick. It's a little less than ninety minutes. So mm. you know, it's not going to take up your whole evening. You it's not quick. like uh, your pick from a couple weeks ago, uh, Heaven's Gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did watch that, by the way. You did? Uh, yeah, I watched enough. <laughs> I watched enough. I, I, it's not as bad as they say, but it's not as good as it as they say either. All right. The revisionists. Fair enough. So that's my red box pick. What if you just want to do the streaming option? Well, you don't watch Heaven's Gate. I tell you that. <laughs> but speaking of animals, you should watch this movie. This is my net pick of the week, and it's last year's, or is it this year's Zootopia? This year's. This year's animated film. It could win an animated film award. This is a strong contenders for animated film of the year. When you think Finding Dory is going to be in the mix. And this was really one of the big ones. Uh, one of the best sellers uh, at the beginning of the year. And I, I can't. When did it come out? came out early March. Huh. Okay. Well, this is a movie about a city of anthropomorphic animals. Uh, the rookie bunny cop and a cynical con artist who must work together to uncover a conspiracy. I've started to watch this several times, and I'm going to finish it this weekend because it's my nitpick of the week. It's uh, a wonderful little film. I think that's a great pick. And uh, we talked about with Magnificent Seven how it plays to a large demographic, you know, uh, across multiple generations. I think this film works well for the youngsters as well for the older people. It has the voice talent of Jennifer Godwin, Jason Bateman, Idris Elba, and uh, Jenny Slate. She's good in it. Mm-hmm. So that was directed by Byron Howard and a couple of others, and it's my net pick of the week. I like it. All right. Um, so if you got Netflix, go watch Zootopia. If you're going to head by the Redbots, pick up The Shallows with Blake Lively. There are three films coming out this weekend in theaters. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, which I'm going to go see. Uh, you're going to go see the comedy Masterminds with Zach Galifianakis, and neither of us is going to go watch Deepwater Horizon, even Maybe though you think it's going to win the box office. We have no idea what we're reviewing for next week. No, probably not. But we will have a review for you next week, so make sure you tune in then, laughers. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining me, L-Train. Uh, thank you, sir. There be dragons. Pox that bottom, everybody. I didn't know you had a uh, speech impediment.